You're listening to the Legion of Reason. Okay, I guess we're gonna just go straight into it here. Uh, we got a few topics uh, in tonight's episode. We just finished recording with Victoria and Sarah, and we're moving in because we can't leave this for any more time. Uh, think too many things have been going on in the world, and uh, of course today it's even gotten worse with. Uh, Baton Rouge. So we're going to talk a bit about the whole uh, situation that's going down, the uh, race-related incidents going on down in the United States, uh, and a few other stories. Uh, Anglican Anglicans are making the news in Canada, and uh, and a few other uh, bits. So it's another potpourri episode. Uh, I guess we're going to. I do want to talk about Black Lives Matter. (laughs) <laughs> or go on a rant. Yeah, it's it's we have we have a few things to uh, square up about that. It's it's like saying, well, like with our interview with Victoria, if you actually just look at the whole issue as yes, Black Lives Matter, but the same way you can you know denounce the actions of the organization. The religion versus the people. Like, there's a lot of people within Black Lives Matter that aren't uh, racist, but there's some racism within, and we have to talk about that. Unfortunately, the racism is at the top end of the organization. It's not at the grassroots. At the bottom. Uh, you, you guys know the origin of Black Lives Matter? The, you know, no. I mean, the timing, of course, went back to uh, the original shooting was Trayvon. Zimmerman, yeah, Trayvon, uh, and yeah. that that's the timing. But the inspiration for Black Lives Matter comes from directly from uh, the Black Panther Party and the Weather Underground uh, organization. These are terror, true terrorist, black supremacy terrorist organizations. Uh, who were uh, members were killed or not killed? Members were convicted of torturing and murdering people, as well as bombing government institutions and banks. The, these were not nice people, and they, the leaders of the founders of Black Lives Matter, have often stated their admiration for one of the uh, uh, somebody who was a, a member of the Black Panthers. I can't remember her name offhand, but she was convicted of murdering a police officer in New York, escape prison. Uh, she did other various nefarious things and uh, was given asylum in Cuba uh, after a few years of running in the United States. And this is this is where it comes from. And I this is where, you know, how Trump is the uh, result of a un- unwillingness to talk about Islam and the problems that happen when you try to reconcile Western values with Islamic values, you can't do it. And people don't want to believe that, so they don't say Islam is a problem. And then all of a sudden Trump comes in, because a lot of people do realize that there is a problem, and they'll, they're willing to latch on to any voice that comes forward and agrees with that. And the problem is you end up with idiot like Trump. Um, and racism that sure. way. It, it, it's the difference between it. talking about, as Victoria did, changing the ideology versus... What per Trump promises to do and go blast everybody? I mean, you're just going to grow more terrorists that way. And when I, and what happened in in Toronto uh, a couple of weeks ago was that they had their pride parade, and the Prime Minister of Canada, Justin Trudeau, was going to be in that parade. Black Lives Matter was given an honored position in in the parade at the front. And what did they do? They turned around and hijacked the parade, basically extorted. 
concessions from uh, Toronto Pride uh, by hijacking something that had nothing to do really with Black Lives Matter and kicked out gay police. Oh, that's yeah. That's not. We're not going to have any uh, floats in in the Toronto Pride parade uh, again. Uh, was one of the demands. There were other demands. You've got to be kidding me. <laughs> the way way to way to build up those race relations, you know. Well, I, I and 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 they're trying to say that you know um, we shouldn't allow our police officers here in Calgary to be in uniform during the Pride Parade. Oh, I was just, right. Yeah. And and um, I'm sorry, here. but Pride is probably one of the most inclusive events here in Calgary. It's a matter of civic pride. I don't even. I, I I'm guessing about seventy to eighty percent of the people that participate in Pride, the 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 event, um, are straight, right? Yeah. Um, and, and it's a civic thing. We paint our sidewalks. We have buses. Um, our corporate, you know, um, what was it? Um, one of the banks is quite heavily um, involved in sponsoring the whole thing. It's, it's a civic event mm-hmm. that belongs to everybody already. Right. And, uh, you and know, it's not, a support for. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Community. Yeah. And if and, you kick out the enforcement officers here. OK. People talk about. Yes. There are racist enforcement officers, but we're talking about the enforcement officers that are involved with Pride. They are there to protect you. Yes. They aren't there to intimidate you. They aren't there to be racist. This is Canada. Yeah, this is Canada, you know. (laughs) It is very different. Our enforcement officers, they get taught. We, We are different here in Canada. Our enforcement officers, I'm sorry, I'm in enforcement. They get taught not to be bias-based profiling. We have a very diverse, we have sheiks, we have black people, we have Indians, we have everybody. Sikhs. These are Sikhs, not yeah. <laughs> white racist cops. Well, some of them are, but, you yeah, know. But it, it's going to happen. Yeah. If those <laughs> the, bastards we don't tolerate come out as racist, they get fired. We have policy. Our, our cops are to protect Answer. Our LGBTQ Answer. community against against bullshit, not the other way around. They're not there to oh, you shouldn't be here, and we're gonna you know try and disperse you. That's just not the case at all, right? I do not and, agree with them kicking our enforcement officers, our peace officers. They don't even carry guns. Some of, of whom are gay. Out of the parade. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. they're not being kicked out of the parade. They're just told not being asked not to wear uniforms, which is ridiculous. Um, yeah. They should be proud of being police. They have good reason Our to be. Our enforcement officers are good officers. They, people want to bring up examples of racism. It gets fucking dealt with. I think you bring me an example. That bastard got fired. Jesse Rao. Or, yeah. well, who are you talking about? Uh, well, I'm thinking of the, the guy who refused to drive the bus, right? Yeah, well, he, he, <laughs> yeah, Jesse, we deal with yeah. these city, people. If you have problem. an yeah. enforcement officer and they have a complaint, say they're being racist, well, they get fucking okay. dealt with. Here's where I have to give the movement credit is that they actually stood up for the rights of our First Nations people. Because, mm-hmm. you know, if there is there is racism in this country, obviously, just like everywhere else kind of thing, but um, I think in you know our, our context of the the group who gets treated the worst by law enforcement and generally are our First Nations people. Yeah, it, it's very different. You got to understand it's very different in Canada than it is in the United States. Uh, in the United States, I think there are uh, a significantly higher number of uh, incidents of police brutality in the United States than there are is here, um, and that's a that's a big but problem. There but then, you know, there's been you know. Uh, video and stuff like that captured of the RCMP in particular and, you know, undoubtedly local enforcement too, where they're, you know, abusing First Nations people. And we need to talk about that. I don't think that gets enough airtime or, um, or media attention, that kind of thing. And, and so no, I'm going to give credit. Don't you know, get 
they still don't deserve to be kicked out of the gay pride parade, especially when it's gay yeah, officers. No, no, those are those are isolated incidents. You can't say that something is systemic just because there have been some incidents. Oh, uh, I think there's been enough incidents and, and uh, enough of a history of, of treating our First Nations people like shit that, yeah, I, can, I think yeah. I can fairly, very safely say it's systematic. I'm not sure. And we have to differentiate um, you know, here. Sorry, there's but, city uh, police, there's peace officers, and then there's RCMP. The RCMP aren't the majority. Here in Red Deer, we have peace officers and RMP, RCMP. Peace officers take care of things like, say, commercial vehicle enforcement. Then... In Edmonton, you have Edmonton City Police. In Calgary, you have Calgary City Police. If you go to Lacombe, Lacombe has their own police. And Blackfold's finally got their own police. So it's what? not... If it, if Black not, what? Black what? Blackfold. Never even heard of it. It's just a little <laughs> tiny town. Exactly. They finally have a police <laughs> officer. What's the population? Three? <laughs> yeah, well, maybe. Well, they might be up to 5,000 now. I'm not sure. So, okay. There you but, go. But... When you're talking about the police, it's a little different in Canada. You have RCMP, yes. And if you have an RCMP officer being a dick, well, you can't turn around and say, well, the Calgary police officer should get kicked out of the gay pride parade because of something the RCMP did. Yeah. But overall, well, they are all trained to not do that bias-based profiling, and they are all a diverse group. And if they're picking on Indians, well... They're not really allowed to do that. It's not tolerated. It is talked about. We are dealing with it. We're not just like, go shoot a bunch of Indians. We don't have a bunch of dead Indians. So We do. We do. <laughs> yes, we certainly do. We've got, you know, this this um, issue of the women who were, you know, raped well, that still remains unsolved. And, and then let's not even talk about the Catholic Church and residential schools and all that shit, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Like That's different. That's not the RCMP. You know, no, it was. Women disappearing. You're talking about that pig farm. Yeah, Guy. well, that was that. That's the one who got caught. The police right? actually yeah. got solved. That they stuck the guy in jail. They were like, "Oh, keep on killing those chicks." So, kicking them out of the pride parade does what exactly? Yeah, uh, show you a bunch of what a bunch of it, jackasses you are because you're stereotyping. Yeah, um, I'm sorry. To me, pride isn't well. <laughs> civic pride. I'm I'm very proud of of our um, pride parade here in Calgary. You know, our mayor, our mayor was uh, what do you call it, Tom the. Um, grand marshal over you know a few years back right like this is this is um a, um it's it's a civic celebration that we all get behind you know it's unless you're an idiot like jesse Ralph, right um we're all behind it we all we love it um i took my daughter there and you know like this is a family event and i don't care um sure maybe i don't i haven't really seen anybody in chops with a bare ass or anything like that but even if i had <laughs> i'm sorry there's the internet. If, if, you know, if kids want to see that, they're going to see it anyway. And so, you know, like this is a family event. It's a, it's a matter of civic pride and um, to exclude our police force, I think is a, I'm offended. I've been triggered. <laughs> well, you have to talk about the Americans too. then. Well, How are you going to solve that problem that. in America? Why don't they have policy around firing their racist cops? Why bring it up, dredge it up here, stick it in Calgary, try to make a point? How is that going to improve things? Well, I've got a problem with the, the racism of Black Lives Matter, uh, especially places like Toronto. Uh, one mm-hmm. of the uh, co-founders, Yusra Kogali, uh, she uh, made a tweet earlier this year in February Please, Allah, give me strength to not cuss slash kill these men and white folks out here today. Please, please, please. Okay. Um, because they've done... What's your evidence against these people that you're trying not yeah. to kill? Yeah, 
She's all well. It's because she's got some issues. I suppose, right? You know, I, I understand bringing awareness to issues and that kind of thing, and but to express that kind of sentiment, you know, if if Publicly? If, if, <laughs> if somebody else had posted something like that, they'd be fired. It's unacceptable, yeah, right? Be fired. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it wouldn't be acceptable from a white guy talking about trying not Absolutely. to kill the black people. Exactly. Yeah. So why should we accept that from them? Uh, you know, that, that's standards. Well, don't unusual. say them. Say that person, right? Yeah. The problem. The it big problem help is that they represent Black yeah, Lives Matter. Yeah, that's though. the thing. These are the lead, This is the leadership, not not individuals within the movement. So when you have that going on at the top like that, I I, I really have a hard time supporting it. In fact, I I have no problems criticizing it. Uh, but it doesn't mean we're not supporting Black yeah, Lives. Exactly. Of course, we don't want systemic yeah. racism in our police force. Of course we don't want a race war here. Of course black lives, to me, again, and I know everybody hates when I say this, we're all fucking human. And, and when I tried to present this on the Facebook page, uh, I got into uh, not so much flack as people saying, uh, I'm just going to leave. I mean, no discussion. Uh, no, what do you what do you mean? <clears throat> what What's your justification for this? They just left. And Don't listen to the fact that yeah. these people are saying they're trying not to kill. That, that's like well, it's wow. because it's it's not an it's 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 not nuanced when people discuss these things. It's not it's you know either on this side or yeah. you're on this side. Yeah, exactly. And if you're not with us, you're against us, and yes. that's a very silly position to hold, um, especially when you do this and say la la la, la you know, and and um, you know because you, you can support. Um, they they have you know the uh, from what I've seen of kind of you know the official demands, I guess, of Black Lives Matter in the States where they're saying, look, you know, cops need to wear cameras. There needs to be the demilitarization of police. You'd be an ass not to, to agree with that kind of stuff. Well, right? I, I and do you disagree know, with the demilitarization like, of the police because I, I said it in the previous Yeah, that's uh, where I got the term actually that, to, to simplify it. But, you know, yeah. yeah. But, but the problem yeah. is you don't, if you don't And don't demilitarize, target specific demographics, like clearly is well, going no, on just, down there. Just right? wait a second. Just wait a second. You can't demilitarize the police when the populace is militarized. Well, yeah, you can't do it. carry there yeah. now. Yeah. The, yeah. I'll give you an example. Uh, I think it was 1995 or 1996. Okay, there's these two guys who robbed a bank in West Hollywood, and they'd been robbing banks uh, before that. They were very going after big money. And this time it, it kind of backfired on them, and the cops showed up, and it was uh, uh, dozens of police shooting at these guys. But these guys were in full body armor from the top of their head to the soles of their boots. They, it, the police fired 650 rounds. 600, think of that. And all they had were these little pea shooters and shotguns. Uh, <laughs> these guys, these guys had full. All they had worse than AR-15s. They had uh, Bushmasters and all sorts of uh, high caliber stuff. This, they were they armed to the teeth. And you know they fired. They fired 1,100 rounds at the police. Uh, how do you demilitarize the the police when you have? Oh, they weren't even militarized in that situation. They were they were firing with you know uh, nine millimeters and, and shotguns, which are useless at at range. And <laughs> what do you do? Well, that's you know when we talk about systemic um, issues. You know, then we're talking about, you know, how do people get access to this full body armor and stuff like that, right? Like, you know, um, then we have to talk about the Constitution and the, you know, um, what is it, the Fourth Amendment? That, you know, the right to bear arms and blah, 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 right? Like, it's a whole 
nasty can of worms. And and um, I agree with the principles of of you know what what I've you know what I understand of Black Lives Matter what they're what they're saying there. But like you say, it's not so simple to demilitarize the Absolutely police not. when yeah. when you've got a populace that. Then has you know, access to carry with the far more deadly weapons. Yeah, uh, yeah. Who knows what they were sh- in in Baton Rouge today? Who knows what they were armed with? Uh, you know, yeah. and it was just one spot. guy who was in the military in Baton Rouge. He was one guy who was in the military. He got you know no, he you got fired thinking, from the military because of uh, sexual of assault charges. You're thinking of Dallas? No. This was today was in Baton Rouge. It, was it Baton Rouge? Are they, I, I'm, that must have been later information. Cause, uh, yeah, it just came out a few hours ago. He okay. was a military guy. He was in the Army. He was in the Navy. He was discharged because of sexual assault charges, and he was black. Yeah, and uh, three, three, at least three police officers are dead. They are dead. Yeah. More so, injured. Yeah, six, six were shot, six or seven. So, yeah, they've got real issues down there down uh, south of the 49th and racism is a real issue uh police brutality is a real issue uh, but wow is there's nobody reasonable these the, where are the reasonable voices thing is well, when you're dealing think- with the police brutality you've got to deal with the agency you've got to fire the guys who are allowing the racism you don't train your guys and send them out there and ignore the racism we have policy in here in Canada about it. What is wrong with these agencies that racism is being allowed to run rampant and you're allowed to shoot black people? A black child got shot because he was playing with a toy gun. Well, you can't tell yeah. the difference between a toy gun and a real gun. Yeah. Uh, so why are yeah, these still, racist, you don't You don't racism. just run off shooting. We've all seen the video. They didn't even get out of the fucking car before no. they started shooting a bloody 12-year-old. Now, that's bullshit. That is bullshit. Bullshit to shoot the guy in the car with his girlfriend and her child, and it was bullshit to shoot a guy who was already on the ground. Yeah, he didn't follow uh, protocol. It sounds, you know, like the the man that was shot uh, was doing everything he could possibly have done to prevent being being shot. And And he still got shot. So why are these issues? Why are these policies allowed? Our cops here That's in Canada, they have to go through psych tests. They, this stuff is not tolerated. It's like you don't do bias-based profiling. They try to tell them don't shoot black people because they're black or um, natives because they're natives. So if you want to look at the issues in the states and why one of the enforcement officers did bring up the point is that they're kind of jumpy about people having guns, but that's still no excuse to think a black person's going to have a gun versus a white person and shoot him before you even see such a thing. So yeah. if you're going to talk about Black Lives Matter and how they're bringing about the attention to these issues and what's happening with these police getting shot, the people that are shooting the police, they do seem to have some mental issues themselves. Now, you're breeding this hatred of the police and kind of uh, yeah, the results are now is kind of an open war on police. Did you really want that to happen? And do we really want that here by kicking them out of our parades? Yeah, we... we uh one of the other things that I have a problem with uh, Black Lives Matter is their complete, as far as I can tell, a complete uh, non-acknowledgement that uh, most black men, young black men, in fact, it's the number one preventable death of black men between the ages of 15 and 34, is being shot by another black man. Uh, you, you never hear about that from Black Lives Matter. And it's just a hugely, and when you consider that maybe 125 last year uh, black men were shot by police, and most of those were because uh, of 
complications due to uh, resisting arrest. Uh, it's uh, you know every one of these situations I, is different. Unless unless it's caught on camera and they're claiming you know that oh oh they were resisting arrest. I'm, I don't believe it. I don't believe it. Well, like the yeah. one, the one, the first There's one. There's so much day. of it now with people with their cell phones and and this kind of thing. Yeah, put body cams on when they say, "Oh, they're oh, resisting." I, I don't believe yeah. that. Body cams when I hear are it fantastic. Now. Calgary oh, Police Services has uh, body cams. Uh, the the thing is that okay, the first sh- uh, shooting this week it, that was in Baton Rouge, I believe. Uh, it, that was yes, today's Baton Rouge. Was no, today. no, no. It was just a uh, a week ago. Uh, or Dallas? Doesn't Dallas? Look no, 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 up? not the not the police shootings. The the the, the incidents that uh, there, there was the one in Minneapolis. Oh, with the black. And there was another one. I think it was in Baton Rouge. Um, he was definitely resisting arrest. The the two officers were losing control, and you can see it. And they didn't have body cams, but. Uh, yeah, well, Carrie, that's what I'm saying. You yeah. know, if, if if you got but a camera, you can you know no, they didn't our officers yeah. carry Fine. our officers but, carry what basically is bear spray. Yeah. You don't have to shoot the guy. You don't yeah, have to kill him. Yeah, that's the thing. Could have could have something something less lethal have been used. Uh, yeah, but but it, you know, unless you. Unless you've been in a situation like that, how do you, you know, how, how do you, uh, you know, it's easy to criticize from the cheap seats, you know. I, I cut the police <laughs> a lot of slack because of that. Uh, you don't know what anybody's thinking in those situations. And anybody that's resisting arrest, resi- arrest like that is got to know that the possibility of the use of lethal force is going to be there. What are you doing? I don't get it. Um yeah, but they're not trained in de-escalation, obviously. No, um, not. And again, um, These there's been enough video evidence be. where you know people aren't resisting arrest that yeah. I don't believe it now. When I, you know, if, if yeah. I hear, you know, unless there's some kind of evidence that you can actually see that they were in fact resisting arrest, I don't believe for a goddamn minute the cops are telling the truth about these things, right? Every and there's the blue old, the blue shield thing where they protect one another. It happens. So yeah, I want to see body cameras. I mean, there, I there's the. Did you see the video of the? Uh, I think it was last year. Oh, no, I can't remember the guy's name. Anyway, it was this uh, police officer was talking to this young black man, and the black man ran away. Uh, and instead of trying to chase him down, the white fat cop uh, <laughs> basically pulled out his firearm and shot him three times in the back, killing him. And then... Well, why not go for away. the just, that's not the that's not the kicker. Come on. The kicker, you know, it doesn't have to be a kicker, lethal shot. Hold on, hold on, hold on. The kicker is he planted a gun on the guy. Oh, and well, this was all caught yeah, yeah, on yeah. somebody's yeah. cell phone. And thank goodness it was. And now that uh, police officer is now charged with murder and awaiting Good. trial. Uh, but that's 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 a clear cut case. I mean, that was obviously murder. Uh, and it right. wouldn't have come to light unless somebody had their cell yes, phone that's camera right. on. It would, and it wouldn't. Right? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. yeah. But these days, cameras are everywhere. I mean, I don't. I cannot understand police thinking I don't have a camera, therefore nobody else has a camera. It's just weird. Uh, yeah. So a lot of this is getting captured. You know, they idiots. Um, <laughs> you know that, and that's well, one. Of, and that's one yeah. of the uh, the things that is a uh, deterrent. Is having all these cameras around, having having uh, uh, cell phones, etc. Um, you know, ever since well, Rodney it's easy King, enough for a cop to say, "Give me your cell phone," isn't it? Well, that, you know, that's when the ACLU so, has you know, an app. Body cameras are, you know, it's just not unreasonable to me. That's, it, it, but it, body camera doesn't tell everything either, right? It, true, true. You got to be but careful. It's the safeguard. You know, somebody was at the uh, getting arrested at the Stampede this week, and they gave him a good couple of good shots to the ribs. 
Uh, I had no problems didn't with shoot it him. because they didn't. Well, yeah, they didn't shoot him. And he was obviously being belligerent. He was totally drunk out of his mind. He was stealing people's drinks. Uh, you know, they were trying to get him out of there. And he, you know, eventually uh, three or four police officers took him, took him down. Uh, but if somebody really doesn't want to be arrested, they're they're What do you do? You have to get them to submit somehow. Right. So, Is there yeah, air spray? Yeah, tasers are not non-lethal. They are very lethal. Well, that's true. Uh, OC spray isn't lethal. Yeah, yeah, it can be, Uh, but especially with an asthmatic. Uh, You you have to be careful. These are not non-lethal means of of, uh, getting somebody to... But they're less lethal lethal than a gun. Yeah, I mean, mean, remember that uh, poor Polish guy that was tasered in uh, Vancouver Airport? Yeah, he got hard, hard issues. That was... A terrible miscarriage of, of justice, and uh, I. But we're not going around shooting our cops because of it. No, well, it, no, we shouldn't. <laughs> Nobody should be shooting cops. Okay, <laughs> uh, that's a bad thing. Bad, Nobody bad. should be shooting anybody. So, I, as <laughs> well, you can tell, uh, except I'm, under certain circumstances. <laughs> as you can tell, I'm willing to cut or... cops a lot of slack. Uh, they have a tough job to do, and they're highly trained in, you know, at least in Canada, they're they're highly trained in in these kinds of situations. Plus they're also trained in, in situations which are uh, more sensitive, uh, say like race issues and uh, that kind of thing. So. Well, that's, you know, that's one of the things that's on the list of demands is better training, de-escalation, you know, and that's, techniques, fine. That kind of thing. that's completely reasonable, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I just don't like it when black lives matter goes around saying, uh, what do we want? Uh, dead cops. When, when do we want them now? Yeah, that's, don't that's bullshit. Fight racism. That's, that's BLM. Racism. Yeah. That's that's hate speech, right? It, well, yeah, it is. Actually, yeah. it's inciting yeah, violence. You're inciting violence toward yeah, a group of people. Speech, that's like yeah. a definition of it. Yeah, it's, it's textbook. Yeah. So yeah. and this is going on. Uh, so you know, what do you say to that? I mean, you know, you could say that Black Lives Matter done some good things, but. It's certainly more than eclipsed by the bad things that they're doing. And if you really want to make a difference, start an actual group for Black Lives. Don't call it Black Lives Matter now. Unfortunately, (laughs) that's been co-opted by a hate group. Absolutely deal with the racism issues, please. I don't know if they're a hate group. Or, you know, clean, clean up. The, the element in that, in that group that um, is, is toxic to, to the movement, right? Because, you know, as I've said before, I, I think that there is a place for radicalization. I don't right. think there's a place for violence. But I do think that, you know, when you bring the radical perspective to bear, you shift that over to window and you do bring about awareness. So I'm not against you, radical, you know. Yeah, it depends on what you need. If you bring right. up thought, violence. You know, as long as it's not violent, right? If you bring up violence, who do you empower? KKK. Do we really want to empower a white hate yeah, group? Yeah, there's an Overton window for you. Yeah, talk. <laughs> so, <laughs> do you want to justify their actions now? Well, that's the other thing. Wait, what do you mean? If the In- KKK has to be the people that has to bring down Black Lives Matter, uh, I mean, no, it might I sound ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, the KKK should be marginalized right out of society. I just They're want a reasonable, think, you know. I just want a reasonable group. Um, yeah. We don't want to give the KKK no. a reason to come back. I'm not, in fact, they are yeah. coming back because guess who's they've empowering them? They've never gone Trump. away. Well, they've never gone away, sadly. Yeah, you know? And this is what I want to fight as a white person. I want to fight the KKK. I don't want to give them fodder. I don't want them to go after Black Lives Matter and say, see, to me, they're a hate Christian hate group. Well, there's, there's KKK down there, and then there's also white supremacy groups in some places, especially Edmonton. They, they seem to be 
liking Edmonton. Um, Why? Uh, well, Alberta and Montana, for some reason, forever, it seems, they've, they've had this white supremacy element. So, you know, we're right kind of in the midst of it. I, I, I don't know anybody personally because they probably wouldn't dare say such a thing in front of me. But um, it's here. It exists and it has for a long time. This is nothing new. You know, and I will fight that group tooth and nail. They, they've learned to hide. If, if they, but they've learned to shut the fuck up. Yeah. So we don't even know who they are. Yeah. Right. Could be my right. neighbor. I wouldn't know. I and wouldn't I, know. And now we have the them supporting the Trump in the States. That's one yeah. of the problems of attacking free speech. Right. You don't know who's for what. Um, you know, and then you get, you know, one of the problems with the uh, you can't say that you're against Black Lives Matter. Well, why not? Well, you must be racist. Um, what? What? <laughs> Uh, no, we're not racist. That's shutting we're down against the, fighting yeah. fire with fire. Yeah. Well, you know, like stopping traffic on a, on an interstate is not going to get you any support. Uh, I don't know what they were doing that for. It, what it is, well, I do. It's flexing muscle. Uh, it's not getting anybody's, it's not getting Black Lives Matter support. In fact, quite the opposite, but it is flexing muscle. No, you're going to breed hate. You're going to breed no, fear. You're going to breed I retaliation. I don't, that, that's, there's no advancement of any race relations going, you know, that doesn't, promote that at all um well but then again you, could, if, you know you could look at even it even if you just piss people off inconvenience like there was there was that oh, time that bad. i think it was greenpeace a couple of people from greenpeace scaled the freaking calgary tower and shut down the whole freaking downtown core and you know regardless of environmental issues i was stuck in that traffic and it pissed me <laughs> off well, it pissed me off you know i'm not i'm not friendly to that bullshit that, oh, that happened oh, to me. Oh, my goodness. Now I have to, you know, stand up for the environment because I'm stuck here in traffic. No, that's not how I'm going to react. I'm going to say, you fucking idiots, get off the goddamn Calvary well, Tower. The, and, you the know, police aren't immune to that because there was right? uh, an incident uh, on Crow Child Trail where they were filming something about slowing down when passing uh, uh, emergency vehicles on the side of the road. And they had reduced Crow Child to one lane in daylight hours. Oh, <laughs> And I was stuck. When I found out about that, I I hit the roof. Like, holy (laughs) shit, you idiots! What were you thinking? Build a set. Build a set. Unbelievable. It pissed off a lot of people. It really backfired. And you know that. But it's not going to make me stop supporting the police. But it it really did piss me off. Don't don't do that. That's just not a good idea. But they're but when they do something like Greenpeace, as you said, they were doing something to directly get you to be part of their cause and then inconvenience a whole bunch of people that that's not really mm. going to garner you much support you know it's, exactly yeah i don't know why people do that there know? are ways to make your voice heard and then there's ways just to even if you're on side with with your issue you're, you're just going to piss people off well you know? I, i'm not a big believer in the uh, any publicity is good publicity i think there's very sometimes when that's very very much the opposite this is bad publicity and yeah yeah dumb yeah dumb and stopping inter- uh, interstate traffic in, the, in a busy U.S. city is not smart. Not to mention dangerous. Yeah. 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 Well, in, you know, in the capacity of any publicity, it's good publicity kind of thing. Hey, if you want to release a sex tape about yourself or something and get notoriety around that, yeah, it's, it's probably going to work. But you're not really affecting other people, right? Yeah. You're not stopping yeah. traffic. You're just you're bringing negative publicity people to yourself. People, and not yeah, but people don't see the message. To, you know, people don't see the message. You're harming others, too. They all they all they remember is the infuriation. Uh, yeah. yeah. So nobody's going to listen. It's, it's immediately shutting down discussion. I mean, it's uh, self defeating. Um, but what else were we talking about with this whole thing? You know, like Dallas happened, and and 
you know, Baton Rouge earlier today. And when um, you look at these individuals, they're actually kind of not uh, all together. They've been kind of radicalized by hatred, and now they're running around killing people. And the you know, they it's, I'm not going to say that they don't have reason. I'm just I just want to point out the media really concentrates the these accounts and decontextualizes them. Like it, well, obviously, this doesn't happen to white people. Uh, come on. Of course it does. Uh, it, it's just oh, weird. When you look when you look at the police that are killed, it's not just racist cops that are getting killed. When you get yeah, these people so like, angry, they they're going to kill people. They're not really focusing on the racist cops. Well, you, you know, there's no big R on their forehead, so you can't tell the difference, right? They just go after cops. Yeah, yeah. Because they're killing black cops. They're killing. Yeah. So, good job, guys. How do we actually solve this problem? We talk to the police agencies. We demand things change. We demand these people are fired. There's actually police peaceful solutions uh, to this. And there are uh, systems Well, they haven't complaints. always worked. That's the issue, right? No, what? I, so they haven't always worked. Peaceful solutions have clearly not worked. And that's the so thing. So, I understand the radicalization. No. That's, that's, that's not the radicalization. <laughs> I, I'm, okay, I'm okay with the radicalization. I'm not okay with violence. Well, right? I'm okay with the denunciation of this racism by police. Absolutely. But don't go shooting them. Yeah, exactly. Point it out. Point out that case. Say that agency did not fire that guy. Why not? How come this agency has a higher rate of killing black people than this one over here? Why do we put up with that? I mean, shooting the cops, though? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Why does the media but, focus well, on Well, that's what I was going to say. The media needs to yeah. smarten the fuck up and, yeah, they, they and not turn a blind eye to these issues because that's part of the issue too, right? And that's what's happened in the past. And so concerns have gone ignored, and that's what happens. You know, people rear their ugly heads in nasty ways, like we said about Trump. And uh, that's why I guess it's so important to well, it boils down to free speech, right? Yeah, you have people right? don't and, know and, how to handle and media. free speech anymore. What's up? People don't know how to handle free speech anymore. They they think that something that they disagree with should be shut down. Uh, yeah, you know I, there are consequences to free speech, but not with you know uh, government, you know by the government. Uh, but you know when somebody, um, uh, I was just thinking about that example I was talking about with uh, you guys. Uh, over this past week, uh, uh, Clementine Ford, uh, Australian feminist, or I wouldn't call her feminist, she's a misandrist. Um, you know, it, somebody, you know, it was a bad comment. A guy called her a slut in, in a YouTube comment, and she contacted the company that he works for and got him, he, it got him fired. I don't think that that's something that's fireable, to be honest. It's uh, reprimandable. But, uh, you know, that's, if you can't take, uh, comments well first of all don't say that uh don't use the hashtag how can i hate men today uh oh. <laughs> i mean that's that should get her fired from her writing job yeah uh, yeah for sure she's inciting hate <laughs> she's well yeah she's yeah obviously another one is julie bindle she's another one in the guardian um these people are, are why i don't call myself a feminist anymore it's the when when organized feminist organizations don't call out these these misandrists uh, and they say, well, that's not my kind of feminism. That's just like Imam Sawardi. Yeah, and you know, I, actually, I want to bring that up. Uh, Imam Sawardi, the that you know, we're talking about Islam and uh, Islamophobia, and I had a little short uh, tweeting spree with uh, with Imam Sawardi, and wow, well, sorry, I gotta find it. Oh, for crying. I can't hear you. Sorry, I gotta find this. Oh, here we go. Okay, so. Eh, 
he said that. Oh shoot! <laughs> I lost it. Went all the way. Okay. Yeah, don't lose it. So he, he he said that I I am sure that these attacks would not be done by any Muslim, regardless of their sect. Uh, and I'm like, what? You know, really? And he said, uh, yes, really. Surprised? This is the work of Islam haters and Muslim haters. These hate monger terrorists will be exposed soon. I'm sorry. Do we not hear about it every fucking day? Yeah. You know, when we looked at the international context, yeah, we, we, you know, here in Canada and and maybe the U.S. too, like, I think, generally speaking, um, the Muslim people are peaceful and they've come here for a reason. That's to escape this kind of thing. Now, having said that, I've been listening to uh, a YouTuber called Introverted Smiles, who is, you know, saying that even in the States, um, you know, some Muslims are threatening you know, American Muslims are threatening to kill him and this kind of thing because he's an ex-Muslim and that kind of thing. So I think we're we're naive, and also I think our Muslims are peaceful here. So we have, I think, a very naive perception about sure. what including globally the is here. the case and the beliefs. Pardon me? Well, including the Muslims yeah. here. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, us uh, and, you know, yeah. Come, you know, Imam Sawardi, you know, dude, uh, they don't think you're Muslim. <laughs> Yeah. You know, that's the problem. Yeah, really. They're not killing yeah. Muslims. They don't see them as Muslims. He's an apostate. He, well, he's he, an infidel. Yeah, or, right? or uh, yeah. Takfir. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's, you know, it's, he's, he's not a believer. Uh, you know, and that's part of the problem. I mean, yes, he's, he's trying to do something about radicalization and extremism, but when you stop recognizing what the source of the problem is, or you don't realize what the source of the problem is, I mean, you're, you're just another C.J. Whirlman. Yeah, yeah. Now, is that naivete or is it, um, deliberate oh, that, that's my issue because I think I guess I'm learning a lot from from listening to um, ex-Muslims and that kind of thing like and and um, um, Victoria was talking about care in the states right like they're a yeah. propaganda machine oh god they're a propaganda machine they're 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 fueling up the the regressive loves oh yeah they're, they're with these terrible. claims of Islamophobia yeah. and Islamophobia like that, is right? a big weapon uh, what's that uh, Seuss uh in uh, New York, she's. There was a video she did with the uh, Huffington Post, and thank you very much for contributing Huffington to progressive leftism. Um, mm-hmm. it, you know, like the problems of uh, a Muslim at work, you know, during Ramadan, people eating around them. I'm like, yes. So oh what? yeah, yeah. So <laughs> fucking what? Grow up. <laughs> I, I'm not going to change yeah. my habits to suit your religion. Stop complaining because it's going to just. It's not deaf ears. Yeah. Deaf ears. I, I've got no sympathy. Hurting. Yeah, and, you know, it's just. Oh, and and was it? I posted on my Facebook page. There was another one, and I actually said whatever the the word is, kind of thing. Like when you lie on behalf of your religion, it was a, a you know, a, a Muslim feminist blathering on about uh, modesty and all this crap, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. bullshit. Sure. That's not feminism. No. And and feminism. Huffington Post is they're not they're not facilitating it. They're, they're, foundational to it yeah it's yeah they're, they're part this. of the propaganda machine whether they realize it or not yeah it's, it's bloody well, ridiculous you know, free speech and all uh you know sure. has every right to yeah. say it but what what, sure, but what does she do bullshit. well exactly what does she do when she's called out on it? uh that's the yeah. thing and, and a, a lot of people think are, are very surprised when other people don't agree with them mm-hmm. and are offended by that well too bad uh you know everybody has to deal with that learn it learn it somehow figure it out <laughs> but you don't get to say shut up yeah yeah, yeah. 
you know, at least have the spirit of free speech. I mean, even if, you know, like Facebook or whatever, the, those platforms are not free speech forums. They're, you know, Facebook can do whatever it likes, but at least they could have some semblance of respect for the spirit of free speech. Well, and they're pretty quick to take down atheists, yeah, you know, Faisal, um, atheist Middle Eastern pages and yeah. not so quick to take down the fucking terrorist threats, are they? It's disgusting. It's yeah. disgusting. Yeah, and so it's... You know, Faisal's been penalized, what, for 30 days, oh, yeah. right? again. Yeah, what happened yeah, there? Yeah. Oh, who knows? It, same it's shit. It's an attack. Same it's not, shit. It's not somebody you know? actually being offended. It's somebody who doesn't like the fact that an ex-Muslim is getting a voice on on some kind of platform, so he complains. And it's really, Facebook makes it really easy. You know, no, so he complains because they do it in mass. They yeah, do they, it in, in you know systematic yeah. um, sure, they get uh, campaigns to take down these things and these people that are you know saying things that they don't like that doesn't fit with the narrative, right? Yeah. So it's not individuals complaining. It's a whole campaign of, you know, hitting somebody like a vulture and, and getting their page taken down. So we seem to be meandering really quite uh, a bit here. Uh, what else do we want to talk about? Well, if you'll let me rant a bit about MMOs, I seem to have coined oh, the yeah, phrase. Oh, yeah, yeah, Go ahead. Well, okay. So a long time ago on my Facebook, I started a note, and it complains about naivete over GMOs. And in that note, I also included something about mutagenically modified organisms. It's called mutagenesis. And people want GMOs labeled. They think there's something wrong when you tweak a gene specifically. However, the reason why I think mutagenesis, mutagenesis gets ignored so where, is because where is well, it's a, allowed in organic. Okay, so mutagenesis is allowed in organic farming. It is. Okay. What they do is you either hit the seeds with radiation or gamma oh, rays or chemicals cool. and you look for a good mutation. So do they get any Nobody superpowers? Nobody talks about this. Sorry? Do they get any superpowers? Uh, the plants, they can actually get a plant and there is a plant that exists that you can throw Roundup or some other herbicide on and it's resistant just through mutagenesis. So people... Resistant to pests? Pests, you mean, or resistance herbicide. to herbicides? Yeah. So okay. you 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 throw a bunch of uh, chemicals on these seeds. You find a see a plant that you can put a bunch of herbicide on that survives the herbicide. It's the same as GMO wheat. I think it's wheat that you can throw uh, Roundup on, and it doesn't die, but other herbs and pests die. So you you. Have people wanting to ban GMOs that are resistant to Roundup, but then you have an MMO, and I coined this word, mutagenically modified organism, to encompass everything that gets hit by chemicals or gamma rays or or anything else that mutates their genes. You could even mutate genes to make things different species actually breed together that normally don't. And uh, I can bring in a, an example of that up as well. But basically, MMOs, mutagenically modified organisms, can be organic. Those get completely ignored over things that are tweaked specifically and actually safety tested. GMOs. So the whole point is, why does nobody talk about MMOs, but everybody's against GMOs? There's more MMOs on the market than GMOs. I think it's because when when you label something organic, it's nothing but a marketing label. And right? It doesn't really right. mean anything. And I find right? organic consumers ignores mutagenically modified organisms over picking on their competition. 
which are GMOs. They are successful because they're safety tested. You can sell them actually cheaper. Uh, another misconception is that GMOs are the only things with patents on them. Well, you have MMOs, whether they're organic or conventional, they have patents on them. So I just wanted to start talking about these things. So I coined the term mutagenically modified organisms to go along with, well, genetically modified orgos, or organisms. People have an issue with gen things that are safety tested, specific tweaks that we know exactly how they got there versus something that you've thrown a bunch of chemicals or gamma rays at. And, and why do we not, as a population, understand that both exist? How come we're labeling GMOs but not MMOs? How come we're vilifying GMOs but not MMOs? A fair why question. is there a double standard? <laughs> and I've been talking about this for three years. And yet, in Vermont, GMOs get labeled but not these other things that are actually called organic. Yeah. Uh, well, organic is just, yeah, it is bullshit. Total bullshit. They, they use uh, pesticides that no sane traditional farmer would use. Um, well, I told you about my dad. He grows hydroponic tomatoes, right? So he went to um, a place that purported to grow organic tomatoes, and they had some kind of insect, so they sicked another kind of insect after that and blah, blah, blah. And he <laughs> said it was just disgusting. He said he wouldn't eat that, you know. They didn't use pesticides or whatever, but they had bugs eating other bugs and he said i would never eat that shit right and this is organic well that's what happened to australia so, you know with all the rabbits and the, you know <laughs> and then they find something to kill the rabbits and oh well, i actually think it started with the cactus cactus and the rabbit then it yeah you know, so now they got a real rabbit problem <clears throat> actually that's yeah, yeah, and the so, galapagos the galapagos that was the exact same thing they they had a rat problem because you know boats that visited the islands were had rats on them and inevitably the rats would you know jump ship at that point and so they, the rats became a big ecological problem. So what did they do with that? <clears throat> they brought in a bunch of mongoose on purpose. Problem is, mongoose eat at night, or sorry, mongoose eat during the day, rats feed at night. And so never the twain met. So there weren't very many mongoose eating rats. So then they had not only a rat problem, but a mongoose problem. And the mongoose would go after turtle eggs. And yeah, it, it's just a mess. Well, here are some specific examples that I had. Um, the non-GMO farming, mutation breeding, its technique, farmers expose seeds to large doses of radiation, chemical mutagens, or like I said, uh, chem like, bleh. anyways, they selectively breeds the, tr the seeds that have useful traits. The process may introduce hundreds or thousands of mutations in the gene genomes. The breeders cannot know where those mutations are, these mutations so change yeah. the shape and function of the proteins and could, in principle, produce no, new allergens. Now, GMOs, on the other hand, are tested for allergens. In fact, you can make sure those proteins aren't changed at all and just certain traits are are changed to allow it to be, well, gee, um, uh, did you know plants make their own pesticides I did. to fight Things that are more signal, toxic than anything. They also have signaling chemicals to warn plants around them to start producing these things uh, when it's yeah. attacked by a by an insect. Yeah. So if you breed a certain thing into them and then use uh, well what we call Roundup to kill the plants instead of the plant making its own more toxic pesticide. But guess what? The organic consumer crowd then does. They vilify glyphosate Roundup, which is actually less toxic than coffee, less toxic than vinegar, but they make it sound like it's killing us all. But when you look at the organic pesticides and the fact that it kills more well, than no. just the thing that's eating the plant, you 
that the synthetic pesticides can kill specific things, whereas the organic pesticides kill everything. So uh, all these conspiracy theories and everything that fall for these uh, uh, organic consumer organizations picking on things that are actually less toxic, but nobody's bringing forth any of this other information that goes on in organic. And then the irony is that I then get called the crazy person <laughs> for bringing these points up. And it's quite frankly very annoying. And then GMOs get labeled. And look what's happening in Vermont. Food costs are going up. Certain foods aren't available anymore. Uh, good job, guys. So I would like to start talking about MMOs more just to uh, say, well, people, there's another half of the story that we're not talking about. And you look kind of silly um, banning GMOs when MMOs are actually what you should be afraid of if you're afraid of GMOs, but actually you shouldn't be afraid of either. And can't we just shut up and eat our food and not worry about it? <laughs> Please? That's my main point. This is why I'm raising this awareness. In fact, I've had people accuse me of um, fear-mongering, and I know I hate fighting fire with fire and fear with fear, but in the end, I'm saying there's nothing to be afraid of. Like, we share 50% of our genes with plants. Genes are instructions. If you change the instruction for the cake, are you going to make the cake more toxic by adding goddamn cocoa to it? No. Unless you were making this a vanilla cake. I'd like to start the conversation and bring out the words MMOs. I'm not trying to be a fear monger. I'm just pointing out the fact that <laughs> why are we picking on one, not the other? And why are we picking on any of it? And can't we just shut up and just calm down and know that the fear babe is full of shit and so is Mercola and all those other jerks <laughs> and organic consumers? Can we just stop listening to these people, please, and eat our damn food? See, I already do that. So it's not yeah, you do. Look at what's happening in Vermont. Well, I can understand that, too, because if you're a small producer and all of a sudden you have to rebrand everything, that's a lot of money. Changing all your packaging and your your yeah. your um, communication, that's a lot just of money. So you could easily put say, a company under, right? And just just so people can choose not to buy your food. Yeah. Because it may contain yeah. GMOs. Really? Well, it also could contain frickin' MMOs because the sun was fucking shining on it, mutating the DNA. Ugh. Good rant. Love it. Thanks. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And I like the deployment of a new term, too. MMOs. Yeah. We need to start yeah. talking about it. We need to stop ignoring it. We yes. need to say it's all safe. That's copyrighted, by the way, now. So <laughs> yes. we, we claim copyright. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you for letting me rant. Oh, yeah, this no is what I'm doing, and I'm not trying to get everybody to fucking ban MMOs along with it. I'm trying to just say they're both just as safe. All right. Uh, well done. Yeah, moving on. Uh, we're, they got the Anglicans. Uh, they're, they voted, oh, the Anglican Church of Canada voted to whether or not they were going to have uh, same-sex marriages allowed within the uh, church, and there was 200 delegates uh, that were there. And in order to pass uh, the resolution to... Uh, allow same-sex marriages within the church to be recognized. Uh, two-thirds support from each of three orders. There's the lay order, the clergy, and bishops. So the bishops voted six, you know, 68%, so they got the two-thirds. Uh, the lay delegates, uh, they got 72%, so more than two-thirds, but the clergy voted 66%. Like, <laughs> one freaking percent. It was actually one vote. Now, what happened, so, so at this point, gay marriages would not be recognized by the church. It had to be passed two-thirds majority in all uh, three orders. Now, somebody requested a hard copy of the uh, voting records, and uh, it turns out that one of the votes that was counted in the uh, lay order should have been counted 
and the clergy order. So that one vote. So for those people who say that a vote, your vote doesn't matter. Here's why. Here's when it matters. Okay, when it matters. And so that now uh, the the uh, Anglican Church of Canada recognizes same sex marriages, and that's their story. Uh, whether it's true or not, uh, well, who knows? We got to take them at, at the word. Uh, maybe they just realized, oh, we screwed up. But who knows? So now uh, the Anglican Church, you can get married in the Anglican Church. Uh, so yay! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> It's delayed. Yeah, you know, we're on a satellite delay here, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. So you have, what you have to no, do is go nod your head all the wonderful. time. That's yeah? wonderful news. Frankly, I, I didn't even think that the Anglican Church, until this issue came up, I kind of thought they were already on board with gay marriage, <laughs> yeah. and yeah. so I'm like kind of surprised that they thought it was they like had just a Catholic. Vote, to be honest, you know. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know much. what the situation is yeah. in in Britain. Uh, if the Anglican Church, uh, I expect they'd be pretty pro gay marriage, know, which well. is you know. Yeah, I don't know. Why I would have thought that Canada, I didn't even think it was an issue with the Anglican Church until this recent. Uh, it, it just you know. saddens me that this kind of thing oh. is up for vote. <laughs> it's, yeah, no shit. Why is this yeah. up for vote? Like, we have laws in this country, you just follow them. <laughs> well, if you don't yeah. want to do that, then refer or whatever, right? Yeah, well, the state provides uh, marriage commissioners, which is really nice. And we, we, we went that route. Um, and you can have any non-religious, they can't per, cannot per, perform a religious ceremony, so they're prohibited from that. Uh, yeah. Which is well, it's just fine. Um, so the state has to provide some because marriage is allowed. Uh, the state has to provide some means by which uh, you can get married. And when you had uh, in Saskatchewan that marriage commissioner who wouldn't perform same-sex marriages, uh, he was very much in the wrong uh, because he can't refuse it. And the Supreme Court said as much. And yeah, so when was that? That was oh, four years ago, something like that. Okay. Maybe not even four years ago. Uh, it was a marriage commissioner in Saskatchewan. And it, this is all administered by the province, so the Marriage Act is a federal act. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's no crossing over between. Uh, so if what I was what I was trying to say, I guess, is that if a church refuses, uh, since the state allows, kind of, they refuse uh, same-sex marriage, uh, doing, a, doing a ceremony for same-sex marriage, the state, you can still get it. And all marriage commissioners must abide by that. Um, churches don't have to uh, because, well, who cares? Uh, only people that are religious, <laughs> I guess, care. Because you know they they want to be married, and it's their right. They want to be married within within the the religious order. Um, who who's the religious order to? Why uh, I don't know. Yeah. Why who, who are they I don't know. Them? Because if you know if if, if, if <clears throat> well, I guess if you're you know a committed Anglican, you want to get married in that church. But on the other hand, I'm thinking, hey, if they won't marry you, pastor fairy will marry you. Yeah, church. Church. Yeah. By church. Totally. Yeah, exactly. Pastor fairy yeah. and like Randy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I yeah. They used to be able to get uh, a one day uh, marriage commissioner license. Um, oh, they really? stopped okay, in Alberta. Okay. That makes sense. But they they yeah, stopped yeah. doing it because apparently it wasn't being uh, uh, used, and which is too bad. Oh, wow. Um, well, I guess we have enough to, because, you know, I got married a long time ago and I had no that. no problem finding a, you know, um, non-religious JP or whatever to, you oh, yeah. know. But it's Whereas nice I guess friend, if I lived in right? a, a batshit crazy backwards place where you couldn't find anybody that wasn't religious, but we have that choice here and we have for a long time, right? So there's probably no need for one day, you know, unless, you, unless, you know, I don't know, just be, I guess, more expedient to get a JP or somebody that's already 
a secular, you know, celebrant or whatever, right? Yeah, so there, there's this one uh, Toronto Anglican Archbishop who doesn't like, uh, he voted uh, against same-sex marriages, but he'll, you know, perform same-sex unions all the same. Uh, that's the way you're supposed to do it, right? You've, yeah. you've acceded to the will of the majority in this case. And, uh, you know, there are times when you shouldn't do that, you know, uh, when you're talking about violating human rights. Um <clears throat> But in, in this case, that doesn't fit that description. So, you know, but he's, you know, doing what, what uh, is right. I mean, whether or not. So he, he wasn't it, acting like King, Kim Davis? <laughs> not at all. Yeah, totally anti-Kim Davis. Yeah. You know, it's very a very Canadian Kim Davis. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, I mean, look at all the negative publicity he would have gotten if he's, uh, you know, made oh. made an issue about it, right? Yeah. Because we, yeah, just, I mean, Kim Davis got her fair share of negative publicity, but but she also got a lot of positive um Support, which sure was just stunning, you know. Yeah, sure I, sure. I, yeah. Uh, no surprise, they're wrong, uh, and you know, not just because I say so, but because you're violating somebody's rights. You're not, you're not acceding yeah. to the will of the Supreme Court of your your country. Like, you know, that's your 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 personal views on it are irrelevant to your, the duties of your office. You know, yeah, I'd feel I'd feel perfectly fine. It's the same with the. Um, referring people for uh, assisted uh, death, uh, you're you're, you're stopping somebody else's rights because of your personal feelings. Well, so that's that's just not right. But as and when does religion finally stop having a say in these things? Like, how uh, much longer do we have to progress before we're actually progressive? Yeah. Well, I think if you look back over, you know, say half a decade, we have quite a bit, and it's just a matter of keeping on pushing on, right? It's yeah. It never ends. Keep pushing. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I was using that as a seg into this uh, uh, story on a Catholic nursing home in Belgium uh, that's been fined oh. for refusing uh, euthanasia request. And now there hasn't been a case like that here. Now they, this was in 2011. Uh, doctors went to to a, a nursing home in Diest in northern Belgium, and they were told to get lost. This woman had terminal lung cancer, so I'm sure very su- suffering quite a bit, quite uh, badly. And they were refused access by staff at the Catholic home, and then so the uh, uh, they were ordered to pay six thousand euros in damage to the damages to the patient's family. Uh, you know, it's that's a bad thing. You know, we have had a case here in I think it was here in Alberta. Uh, is it Care West? I got to find that because there was a case. Ah, here it is. It was in Kelowna. Uh, sorry, not Calgary. Uh, so. This uh, Mary John, who's 84, she's got, like the case in Belgium, terminal lung cancer, and she's been wanting to uh, pass on and because she's been in pain for so many years. And the uh, uh, caregiver that she was with is not a Catholic one, so we can't blame this on uh, religion. Uh, they were refusing to uh, do the... Uh, you know, get somebody in to help her uh, end her suffering. And so Interior Health is responsible for this, and they're investigating, and hopefully, when when is it? They said the investigation would be completed in two weeks, so roughly uh, uh, the day after the day after tomorrow, uh, hopefully, and we'll know what the hell happened. Uh, I'll keep my ear to the ground there, but, uh, you know, this is this is a problem when you have these very strong personal beliefs that you want to apply to people that don't share them. So you start interfering with their their right to autonomy. And you know, I, I would this was a secular uh, uh, care, uh, you know, home, a hospice house, as far as I know. But uh, you know, people still have these strong feelings about that, and they don't want to 
you know, uh, don't want to allow this, to, uh, uh, you know, what, uh, physician-assisted dying. Uh, you, you can't do that. You can't, you got to put aside your own personal feelings. And if you don't want to be involved, you don't want to be involved. You just don't be involved. Don't interfere with it. You know, yeah. it's not, not your decision. Yeah. yeah. It's not these people's decision. Um, yeah, it doesn't say what uh, the hospice and where, what hospice it was, but we'll, we'll find out what's going on hopefully in, in the next week or so. So hopefully by the next And CARE West is quite a big, um, organization and um, they're definitely here in Alberta as yeah, well. Care West, yep. Care West yeah. has, yeah, they, Care West will, uh, do, uh, physician assisted dying. Uh, so that's good. They will? Care West. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's the, yeah. Catholic, legal. it's the Catholic ones that won't do it. And, yeah. Uh, what is it? Uh, Covenant is Calgary. Uh, there's an, and I think Edmonton maybe. Bethany. Yeah, they're basically Southern Alberta, I think. Uh, maybe more than that. So we'll see about that. Uh, that's the nursing home. Oh, here, here we go. This, this one. Okay, we need, we need a Catholic story in here. So here he is. This, <laughs> now. Can we take like a three minute break? Uh, we'll be finished in about three minutes. I think okay. we'll be done. Okay. Totally. <laughs> so. This is uh, from The Guardian, uh, oddly enough, uh, even though this is all about Philadelphia. Uh, it's titled, Remarried Couples Should Abstain from Sex. Philadelphia. Catholic <laughs> Are you sure that's only going to take three minutes? <laughs> yeah. This is so ridiculous. ridiculous. You're married. Okay, if you what want to take hell? a break, you can take a break and go. go uh, what is their justification? I don't know. I mean, how do you do this? Uh, okay, I'll be back in two yeah. minutes. Let me, let me let me think about this. Send oh. me the link. It's probably on Facebook, hey? Uh, yeah, Sorry it is. <clears throat> Did they figure they're cheating on their ex-spouse or something somehow? Or cheating on God? Well, you know, you can't. You can't. Uh, you're not supposed to remarry, right? Oh, so if you can't have the benefits of it. So if you're not getting married within the church. So I, I'm sure that if you abstain or, or get an annulment, this would not apply, right? Because you know, annulment just says that the mar- original marriage didn't happen. Uh. There we go. Oh, I should I should mention be- actually before we get into that. Oh, no, we can do it after. Talk about the Stephans. <laughs> that should should take just a couple of minutes because that's just an update. Well, there's two groups. Um, what do they call it? I'll just be back in a sec. Yeah. Hello, Randy. You'll be back. Oh, okay. Is he taking a break too? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, then I we'll won't. talk about the Stephens a wee bit. Both sides are doing what they call a. What do you call that? This, sorry, we we're going to talk about the Stephens. Stephens. Well, they, they managed not to get, get out of jail. Well, the one yeah. he was granted bail. Let's talk about this one here first. Uh, okay. The uh, remarried couples should uh, abstain from sex. Uh, I, I, are you remarried yeah. couples? Remarried, yeah. Yeah, are, basically, if you're remarried, are you no longer part of the church? Well, the thing is, you have to get an... If, if you got an annulment, I think that, that it would be okay. You can have sex again. No worries there. Uh, but if you got a divorce. But if you got a divorce, and then subsequently civilly remarried... Uh, so they'll be welcome to accept Holy Communion, which is actually a bit of a 
concession, uh, sort of, <laughs> if you want to call it that, as long as they abstain <laughs> from sex and live out their relationships like brother and sister. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, cr- wow. That's not creepy oh, at all. Uh, <laughs> 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 wow. Um, that's really creepy. Yeah, so this took effect July 1st. Uh, yeah, it's, it's this, uh, this came out of that, uh, oh, the Amoris Laetitia, that, that, that family thing that they were having a, uh, it's called The Joy of Love. It's a document written by the, well, not written, but it's blessed by the Pope, probably not written by him. Anyway, it came from this big discussion on focusing on the family kind of thing. And <laughs> so they've, there's different interpretations of the uh, Amoris Laetitia, and this is one of the more uh, hardcore ones, I guess. Well, if you're in a civil union, uh, you're not married in the eyes of God, so you can't have sex, and not, you know, unless it's you want to sin. Uh, you know, Not even in the missionary position? Yeah. <laughs> no kidding. You're to be chaste, chastity. Oh, it's oh, just wow. it's just silly. I mean, the, 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 you know, when you build a house of cards in the clouds, you know, building onto it just gets stupider and stupider. Um, and nobody on the inside sees it. You know, you, you've you're steeped in the in the scare quotes logic of of the argument, but from the outside you look at it and say, "What the fuck?" You know, I, well, and I, I, even sense. if you're on the inside, when when pews or you know bums aren't in pews, one might start thinking, "Hey, maybe we're being a little too uh, you know." And if you want to keep you know your um, congregation or whatever you call it in a massive more massive scale, um, you shouldn't probably make up silly bullshit like that. It's silly, although I guess. Having said that, because um, divorce was not allowed in the in the church and that yeah. kind of thing, right? It's so they call it an so an I guess it's I guess it's a tiny baby step, in there, but it's about I don't know a thousand and some years overdue, maybe more. You know, it's ridiculous. Like well, yeah. wow. And the Philadelphia <laughs> guidelines state that two people in quote uh, an active public same-sex relationship, no matter how sincere, offer a serious counter-witness to Catholic belief, which can only produce moral confusion in the community. Those with oh. predominant same-sex attractions are therefore called to struggle to live chastely for the kingdom of God. In this endeavor, they should need, have need of support, friendship, and understanding if they fail. <laughs> how to set someone up for failure? Like, seriously, idiot. I don't want to be icked out, so you have to live like this. Really? Yeah, and, and when they choose not to live like that, then the rest of the world will be more than welcoming to reality. Yeah. Let's yeah. put it that way. Yeah. So leave. Leave, leave the church. Leave the church. Ridiculous. Church. Silly. Just realize how stupid yeah. it is. And, yeah. Yeah. Uh, or, or when, uh, let's see, priests are also directed to consider Catholic couples who are living together but are not married, including whether the couple have had children born in these, quote, irregular unions, unquote, if a priest senses that one person in the couple is reluctant to take the plunge, what? the archdiocese <laughs> recommended um, trying to break up the pair. What? Break them up. Oh, my gosh. Are you together, fucking kidding me? Break them up. Wow. Oh, that's crazy. That's, you know, some priest is going to get his family ass Family values. Yeah? Oh. Yeah, break up families. Family values. Yeah, good job. Great. Yeah. Good yeah. job, church. Uh, mm-hmm. Here, uh, the guidelines state this. Often cohabiting couples refrain from making final commitments because one or other, both persons is seriously lacking in maturity or has other significant <laughs> obstacles to entering a valid union. Here, prudence plays a, pit, a vital role where one or another person is not capable of or is not willing to commit to a marriage. The pastor should urge them to separate. Oh, gosh. So if you're poor and can't afford a freaking wedding, screw you. Yeah. Oh, I tell you. Or if you just don't want to get married, 
Or if you yeah, have, what the hell? How is that that's not church? an immature stance. Yeah, it's it's, it's just you know. It's, it's not judgmental at all. Well, <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm going to call you immature. I don't care what your reasons are. I'm going to call you immature. I don't know. I think you evolved from you know like um, we're brought up in a society where you know marriage is the be all end all or whatever. Especially you know older people like me, shall we say, um, and and certainly my parents' generation, this is what you did, whereas nowadays, I think the more mature take is you don't have to be married to have a successful relationship, and I know lots of couples who aren't married who have, you know, um, are doing far better than some of the couples that are married, most of the couples that are married, I know, right? So yeah. it, it's it's really quite irrelevant. It's a contract. It's a legal contract, Right. And whether you choose to sign that legal contract or not, you know, um, if you choose to go common law, you still have all the rights and everything that, that go along with marriage. So why would you? Why is this supposedly a more mature decision to, you know, um, especially these people that want these $20,000 weddings and stuff like that. Like, that's that's crazy. Oh, that's right. $20,000 is probably really cheap. Right. <laughs> you know, that's why. Why? Why would you do that? Right. Well, the you know. funny thing is you're supposed to pretend you're not gay and get married and live a lie, too. Or you can be gay. You just can't have gay sex. <laughs> yeah. And you have to marry uh, uh, the other person and pretend you're not gay. But but if if, if you're married, aren't you supposed? Isn't there something about consummating a marriage that validates it or solidifies can't it or something like that? So how do they? Pardon me. Oops. Can't validate a marriage that's uh, a civil like like. It's not within the church. That's I don't know. They probably got rid of that a long time ago. But but. In the light okay, of I guess that's more rules. a legal thing than a church thing, then. Oh no, it would have been a church consummating thing. marriage. Yeah, consummating marriage, yeah. Well, okay. Well, impotence is a, a legal grounds for divorce. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or, or well, not impotence so much as mm, lack of inti- intimacy. Yeah. Well, not consummating a marriage, I think, is is grounds for a divorce, isn't it? Well, yeah. that would go right up there with the impotence thing. Although I don't even think that, that that's an issue anymore because most divorces, if not all of them, are no no, no contest. Yeah, there's no, con- yeah, right? no contest. There's it's uh, no yeah. fault. No, yeah, it's no just, fault. Just, yeah, you just yeah. have to yeah. stay. You have to be separated for a year. It's just dissolving the contract. No yeah. Yeah. It's just dissolving. In that time, yeah, when I got divorced because no one was claiming infidelity, no one was claiming abuse, okay. you had to be separated for a year before you could legally get a divorce. I don't know if that's true anymore. Yeah, that's I'm not sure either. In 2010, we, we went to a lawyer and it's like, well, you guys got to wait a year. Hmm. I'm trying to Unless remember. Unless you want to say someone was cheating or was abusive. Yeah, because I was going to say, I think there's contingencies for like abuse. Yeah. Well, but I think, so yeah, probably a no contest so. or whatever. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't remember. Uh, you don't, don't have to live together, but it has to be separated for a year. <laughs> took a long time for my divorce That's to get way too long. A year is oh, too long. Even going to go through that bullshit. <laughs> Not even going to talk about it. It's a long yeah. time ago now, but yeah. wow. <laughs> okay, so uh, just an update on the Stefans. They're out on bail. They were granted bail uh, till they're, yeah. they're. I think they're planning on appealing the decision. But the good news is, you know, remember they they got uh, they were convicted of failing to get proper medi- uh, medical treatment for. Their son Ezekiel, uh, who died of a meningitis after a very circuitous route from uh, what was it, lung infection. Um, anyway, they, the the sentence that was handed down was pretty lenient. It was four months in prison for David and uh, no jail house time arrest. for his wife. House arrest for his wife. Um, yeah. And the 
prosecution is now appealing the sentence, uh, which is good news because I think they got off way too leniently. Well, now they're appealing too. Yeah, they're so appealing. So there's but, an appeal yeah. and an appeal. Yeah, there's an appeal for the the uh, uh, finding of, of guilty, and there's also an appeal by the prosecution of the sentence, and we'll see how those go. Yeah. Well, have we talked about them? The, did we talk about that? Because the oh, way yeah. that, um, I can't remember the, the guy's first name, but um, the way he was, the heartlessness and, and lack of remorse yeah, David's um, friend's letter. Yeah, sickening. Like not, not even like shirking the responsibility and blaming everybody. Oh, but you know, yeah, trying to blame was, the ambulance after the kid was already brain dead. Yeah, blaming every everybody, everybody that tried to help. Yeah. Right? They pointed out yeah, that he, after the kid so stopped sickening. breathing, he phoned his dad before he phoned the ambulance. And the thing, the deal with his dad and him, they own True Hope. Yeah. True Hope is basically grass clippings and such, and they claim that cures everything under the sun, especially mental illness. Well, and, and it's a religious cases. organization too, right? Just not that yeah, that's yeah, necessarily whatever, but... As well. Yeah, the anti-vaxxers are all behind them. They're like, well, now this is—they're just picking on these guys because they didn't get their son vaccinated against the bacterial meningitis. Now they're just getting punished for that bullshit. The kid suffered and died. Uh, they could have prevented that by getting him at the very least a little bit of a diagnosis. They didn't even know it was bacterial meningitis. They didn't know what they were dealing with. They were a complete denial of how sick he was. And well, and should yeah. people get to do this to their children? No. Well, that's what they're saying. Oh, parental rights they're, they're appealing yeah. to. And, you they're, know, they're no regard for the right of their child. It's sickening. They're essentially saying they should let their children die of preventable diseases in this time. Yeah, that it's that you should be given a free pass if you let your child die or whatever because you have parental rights. No, I'm sorry. You have parental obligations and responsibilities, and these people did not meet them, and they deserve the full force of the law. I, You know, the wife, I'm not so sure about. I, I think she's like a Stepford wife or something here. She just seems so vacant and so unengaged somehow. You know, what little I've seen in the media about her. Like She's the he's, same. He's the mouthpiece, right? Yeah. And she just seems to go along. Dad. Yeah. She, she both, just seems to go along. But the thing is, she's just as voiceful about how she should have been able to use natural remedies and such. So she's just a, as against actual medicine as he is. So Yeah, I, I agree. But I, I also, I, I just, this is just my sort of sense of it is that she's a Stafford wife, you know. I don't know. She's, she's married to a monster. She's married to a goddamn monster who's persuaded her to, uh, I don't know, to, to, Deny her responsibility. Uh, not that that gives would, her a pass. She would do the same if she wasn't married to the guy, though. I think she's married to someone else. She would still try not to get vaccines know, for her kids and still try to avoid doctors. I don't know. I can't get in their heads. Yeah, yeah. same here. But Just I, from what you know, she, what I've seen of her when she talks about I've seen a lot child. less of her than I have of him, and he just yeah. makes me fucking sick. Well, yeah, yeah, he's him and his dad, the people that own True Hope, <laughs> They're they're going along with the anti-vax rhetoric a lot more than she is, but she's not exactly um, unculpable either. Well, yeah, like I said, doesn't give her a pass, but I, I I do think there's something weird going on where she's you know Stepford wife like or whatever, right? Just I don't know. Well, they're in a cult. Wait a minute. They're in a goddamn yeah. cult. Wait a minute. Both of them. Right? Both of them are yeah. convinced they they're they're fine not to take their child to Chris, a doctor. Christine, did you just make a cultural reference? Uh huh. I said cult. Pop cultural. <laughs> Stepford Wives? Wow. <laughs> yeah, I did. Actually, yay for me. <laughs> Not the newer one, the old one. 
Oh. I haven't seen the new one, but I know the old one. I've never seen either one. There's lots of cultural references I know that I haven't actually seen the movies for. So there we go. Okay. (laughs) But lots of them fly right over my head. Most of them do. So. All right. Uh, (laughs) The only only one thing I have left is uh, what I I plan on doing in two weeks. Uh, In two weeks, well, just slightly less, on July 29th, we can all download the Atheist Delusion. uh, Ah, yeah. com, And we're going to have a drinking game and uh yeah it's going to be really interesting uh the rules are there's major and minor violations like uh you know like uh, i think oh yeah the one that you came up with uh what was it uh have Bingo you ever lusted? oh yeah 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 like have you ever lusted after yeah, somebody so that's a full yeah. shot yeah. uh have you ever have you ever told a lie told that's a lie that's a full shot uh, unless, I think that's two. I think those are both worth two shots. You can't do. Oh half shot. You got to do full shots or doubles. You you can't. You know. Uh, if, if you got to take this seriously, man. If he goes doing that on the street, <laughs> you're going to have five shots in a row. Uh, like you know the, the whole street. Well, thing. we won't get through the movie. We'll yeah. get about 15 minutes into it yeah. before we're all like you know Oxygen. snoring. <laughs> so maybe we'll, I should find a way to do that live. Uh, yeah, totally. That'd be so fun. Uh, yeah. <laughs> So I've, we could I've do come, it. Yeah, I've come up we with. We could a watch it rules. live, and yeah, you know. well, yeah, we can watch it live. But I mean, like, get a whole bunch of people watching. But Stream it. Well, yeah, it somehow. Yeah. We could do like a, I don't know, what do you call it, hangout or whatever, right? Yeah, could. Mm-hmm. And have you know people in our audience maybe even join us if we have an audience, oh, and everybody can you know get a bottle of Johnny Walker <laughs> Block Label and uh, yeah, participate no, in our uh, movie showing. Tequila. For me. <laughs> Yeah, so like the minor uh, full pause will be sips, like uh, some generic uh, logical fallacy. Um, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> well, a, well it's a there's bingo cards out there that we can kind of, you know, derive bits and pieces yeah, from too, yeah, right? We'll, we'll figure so, some out. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so that's, that's in a couple weeks. Um, yeah. That's all I got for, for tonight. Well, Pokemon Go is available in Canada. I downloaded oh. it. Got to kill them all. Is it fun? Um, I caught <laughs> five Pokemons in my house. Really? I haven't done Those it are cyber you demons. Have cyber demons. You know that, right? Pidgemon. <laughs> I have nothing to hide. Oh, there's another one. Huh. I'll have to download it. It sounds kind of are fun. Are you kidding? A wild weedle. A weedle. <laughs> Huge violation of privacy, apparently. Yeah. Because it tracks your, you know, whatever. But Oh. Okay. You haven't played it? Whatever floats your boat. No, not really. (laughs) Whatever floats your boat. I have to taunt my children with it because, you know. There's this really funny video. Uh, These two guys start a fight in this, this, uh, I think it's a grocery store. And so all of a sudden they step back and put on these uh, hats with, uh, uh, you know, that guy in uh, Pokemon. And then they throw a, a little Pokemon ball at each other and then, a couple of guys come running, running out dressed as Pokemon and start start wrestling in the middle of the store. It was oh, really good. It was it was really well done. You have to post it. Oh yeah, I'll have to find it. I, I it's somewhere on somebody's. It was on Facebook. I thought it was cute. At least I understood that one. That that would be fun to do. So, you know, everybody's like, oh shit, there's a fight. <laughs> Okay. Anyway, that's that's enough for me tonight. I'm tired. Okay. We've had a long good night for now. Recording <laughs> it's only been three hours. Yeah. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Uh, good night, everybody. Say good night, John Boy. Good night, John Boy. Good night, Mary Ellen. Hey, another pop culture reference for me. Wow. You understood that one. Wow. Well, you're Mary Ellen or uh, Mary Ellen. Jim Bob. Isn't it Jim Bob? It's always a Jim Bob. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Mary Ellen is one of them. 
Uh, I think there was a Sue John John Boy. John, John Boy. Boy, of course. Yeah, yeah. That's the last one. <laughs> he was good in It. Oh, wait, they're remaking It, actually. Anyway. What? Yeah. It's a Stephen King one with a clown? Yeah. yeah. That's spooky. Oh, so creepy. Cool. Uh, if you call Stephen King. I did spooky. see that movie. Yeah, it actually wasn't bad. I tried yeah, reading the I really love Stephen King, actually. Ugh. There's been movies that have been kind of hit and miss, but the ones that were great were really outstanding. Yeah, so they're going to remake that one. Tim Curry. I couldn't believe that was Tim Curry as, as Pennywise, the, the clown. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I, I didn't even recognize him. Um, I love Tim Curry stuff. <laughs> Not just in uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show. All right, anyway, time to go. <laughs> time to go. Go to bed. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Good night, guys. Good night. You've been listening to The Legion of Reason, coming to you from Calgary, Canada. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, please consider reviewing us on iTunes. Music was provided by Dean Morrison and Graham Hill and used with permission. 